This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. My divorce happened in the middle of the pandemic. And because of that, I could not go see a therapist in person. And that's where BetterHelp was a lifesaver. BetterHelp is an online therapy application that offers video, phone, and live chat, live text, therapy sessions. You don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. It was a lifesaver for me during the pandemic, and I really think it can help you too. Try it. We were arguing a lot because, you know, I started fighting back because my mom was here, so I started getting brave because I saw somebody else was here. This is episode 8 of Jennifer's Story. By this point of the story, Jennifer's marriage is at a pretty low point. But when her mother comes to visit from Canada, Jennifer decides to start speaking up. Her husband is accusing her of cheating on him when she's simply doing very simple things to get her sanity back. Simple things like going to the gym at night after having cooked dinner for the family and taking her two small children to sleep. By this point, she's just tired of the unfounded accusations and harassment. And this is where we pick up the episode. Episode 8, The Escape. My older one at this time, I think he's like five. And my younger one is like three, four or five or like two or three. Like this is where they're at right now. And they can understand what's happening, you know? Um, so yeah, we just ended up having, there was lots of fighting going on because I started talking back and I started picking up for myself and I wasn't giving in all the time. My son's birthday in October came around and Um, We were fighting over the lighter because I gave him the lighter to light up the cake. And when he couldn't find the lighter, he started yelling at me in front of everybody. And he started yelling in front of everybody. And then he told me to, he he said the F word to me. And I was just, I was taken aback because like he did it in front of everybody. And like it was a, another low point. Um, and another, so the turning point for me happened in October 2021. Um, it was another fight that we were having. And, you know, he really favors my older son than my younger son. He wants to take my older son to the park. He'll take my older, my older son and he'll do things. It's like a boys club, the two of them. And he'll leave the younger one out. And it was always a sore point for me because it reminded me of my father because my, my dad didn't like me, you know? And I didn't, yeah, and I didn't want it to happen to my younger son. So we were fighting because he wanted to go out with my older son and he didn't want to take the younger one. And I just had like had enough about it. So I started fighting back, yelling and telling him, no, you know, 
he's gonna go he's going with you i don't care what you what your excuses are it's going to happen he's coming because my younger son was crying he was upset he's like no i want to go i want to go it's not fair it's not fair and he's crying and so you know i go to get my keys to give it to him because he needed the keys to go to the car and as i'm walking like i'm I'm in front of him and the two kids are in between the two of us and as we're yelling at each other he goes to hit me and he raises his hands he looks me in my eye he raises his hand and he hits me and he hits my purse that's on me and in front of my two kids and I'm in shock I'm in like I'm in complete shock now because I I just didn't I never thought that this could happen. And then he pretends like nothing happens. He takes he leaves the house and he leaves the kids and he just leaves the house and he goes on to do whatever he has to do. And now I'm like I'm stunned, you know? I take a couple like I take I take some time to myself to think and I'm like this is it. Like this is enough. Because if I stay with him it's just going to get worse. And I mean, at the time there was this Netflix special called Made. Oh my god, my mom was watching it while she was here. So I would hear it in the background. And I couldn't take myself to sit down and listen to it. I couldn't sit down and watch it with her. I think my mom was purposely doing it though to be like, you need to you need to wake the wake up. Like you need to wake up now. And so I would hear it in the background and one of the lines that really sucked to me was like they will hit around you first. and then they're going to hit you. And then it's and then it that's it. Like once that line is crossed, it's over. And so I sat down with my mom and she was like, "Jenny, you need to leave now." The Netflix show that's the the maid who who uh, just takes her two kids and just goes away, right? Like she she Yeah. Yeah. I see, I see. And then her struggle of like being uh, in an abusive relationship. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought that was like a stellar performance from her. Just a beautiful story. I still can't see that. I can't see the show. Like I can't sit down and put myself to watch it. Like I can't watch it. No, I can't. Like I, I couldn't sit down and. Yeah, like it's too, it's too much. It's too heavy for me. So um, she sits down with me, my mom, and she's like, "You need to leave now." For Jennifer, in a very eerie way. history was repeating itself remember when jennifer was a teenager her mother had to find a safe way to escape with her children and run away from jennifer's abusive father this time jennifer had to follow in her mother's footsteps this time she's the one who has to take herself and her two children to safety so we go to toronto for Halloween and I'm staying we're staying at mutual friend's house uh, in Toronto. And um like I planned my escape. We're staying there for like a week. So I planned my escape for like a Thursday for later on in the week. So I pretend like everything is going well. You know what I mean? I don't just pick up, like I I you know because I he has the passports. So he took the passports for me and he bought a, a fanny pack and he put it to the passport and he's like I'm keeping this. And I'm like, why why are you doing that? Because we usually kept it in the glove box or we kept it like I was the one who would keep the documents and he's like he's like no, I'm going to keep the passports. 
And I'm like, okay, well, that's weird. So I'm in my mind, I'm thinking now he's like on to me, right? So I, I don't try to get away right away because he's, he's on high alert. I try to act normal and towards the end of the week is when I, I decide to, to escape. So I said, I'm gonna go visit my mom and luckily he decides he doesn't wanna go. He doesn't wanna go with go to my mom's house. So then he leaves the fanny pack while he's in the house, he's gonna stay in the house while I go visit my mom. So he's staying at my mutual friend's house and me and my kids are gonna go see my mom. So in the morning, right, he's downstairs. I go into the fanny pack. I take out my passport and my kids' passports. You know, I had taken out all of our documents that we needed, like the kids' birth certificate, all these things, my marriage certificate. I had taken that from New Jersey and then I took the passports and then I put my kids into the car and I took them to my mom's house. And then um, I got to get our suitcases now, right? So I call our mutual friend and I tell her like, look, this is what's happening. I know your daughter's coming home from school. Can you take your daughter and put the, her at the grandmother's house? Because this is gonna be a scene now. I'm calling the police. I'm gonna get the police involved and I'm gonna go get my stuff. So I call the police and I tell the police like, this is my situation. I need help because I'm scared. Like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. I call the police, I tell the police what's happening. I told them exactly the whole story. And they said, okay, that's fine. Well, well, we're gonna be peacemakers and we're gonna come and stand there and just make sure nothing goes down. From my mom's house, my brother says he's gonna come with me just to help me. I have a friend, friend there too, a childhood friend I've known since I was eight years old. Her name is Chrissy. She comes with me too. And she meets me at the house. And she meets me, well, we stay at the school to meet the police. There's a school by the house. So the police meet, meet us there, you know, and then they take us to the house now. And I get, I knock on the door. And this time, like he was calling me like crazy from before and I never picked up the phone because I was so scared. Like I was so, so scared to pick up the phone. And he's pissed now, right? So that I, oh, he, I knock on the door and he opens the door because he's home alone now, right? Because the girl, the person who owns the home and her daughter are at the grandmother's house. And so he's home alone and I'm with the two cops and he's like, what's going on? And I look at him and I'm like, I'm leaving you. It's over. And he is so confused. He's like, what's happening? And he starts yelling and I just walk past him. I go upstairs and I try to gather all of the stuff now. And I'm rushing and I'm everything in the basket, in a laundry basket, you know, all the kids' clothes, all their stuff. I'm just stuffing it quickly, 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 trying to get things, you know, pack things quickly. The police are in the home trying to calm him down. He's screaming at me from downstairs, you know, and I'm just, I'm mute, you know? I'm not saying anything. And so I bring down the luggage, right? I bring down the kids' luggage and he grabs it from me and he's like, that's not yours, those are the boys. And I'm like, yeah, but the boys are with me. And he's like, you didn't buy any of those things. Those things I bought, they're mine. And he takes it and he puts it behind him. So then I go upstairs and I start bringing down the other things, right? Because I'm just trying to rush now, like just to get, my, to get out of the situation. And so then I start passing things to my brother and my friend. Now they're outside and the police told them they couldn't come in because 
you know, the homeowner isn't there and, you know, they're not allowed to go into the house without that per person's permission, you know, which is fine. Like, so I just passed them the stuff so they could take it and load it into the cars, right? So they're doing that. And I, you know, he's, he's like, he's yelling at me and he's like, where are my sons? They're my sons. And I'm like, no, they're not. They're my sons too. Um, they're with me. You never took care of them. They're, they're with me. They're safe. And like he is, even though he's yelling and he's screaming, he's still very careful because the police are there, you know, like they're watching him and they're like, you know, calming him down to like saying, sir, be quiet. Like, you know, don't raise your voice. Like, sir, watch what you're saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're there, two strong, big police officers. And so I get into, like, I just rush into the car um, and I, and I, and my friend was like, you okay? Are you okay? And then I'm like, do you have the boy's stuff? Did the boy's suitcase come? And she's like, no, it didn't come. So I have to go back now. The, the boy's suitcase, he took the suitcase and he didn't want to give it to me. So then I had to go now and get the suitcase. So I went and I, like the officers were like, listen, you can't keep the suitcase. You know, they took it from him and gave it to me. And so as I'm leaving with the suitcase, he's screaming on top of his lungs, where's my sons? Where's my sons? You're not leaving me and taking my kids from me. They're my kids. Like everything was his. Everything was his, including the two boys. Anyways, we drove off and I went to my aunt's house. I didn't want to go to my mom's house because he knew where she lived. So I hid away at my aunt's house because I knew he didn't know that address. So my, my, like my family didn't know what was happening. You know, this was very last minute. I didn't even know if this was even possible, you know, because he was going to come with me, right? Like this was like, it was just all, it just all worked out. You know what I mean? Like it just all fell into place. And I just hid at my aunt's house. I got some, like he was calling me nonstop. He called my phone like 40 times. And then the phone call stopped. I remember going to sleep and I'm waking up the next morning and I checked my email and the courts, I got an email from the court, New Jersey, New Jersey court saying that I abducted the kids. The New Jersey courts were now accusing Jennifer of kidnapping her children and taking them out of the country to Canada. And that's where we pick up the next episode of Jennifer's story. If you're listening to this episode without having subscribed, and if you want to follow along with Jennifer's story, just make sure you hit the follow button or the subscribe button on your podcast app. This was American Divorce Stories. The show is created by Annabel Martinez-Vega and Walid Al-Jabari. The show is produced by Annabel Martinez-Vega, Caitlin Alexander-Levitt, Elizabeth Jenkins, and Walid Al-Jabari. If you enjoy this show, please share with your friends, rate and leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. If you'd like to contact us with your story, our email is contact at americandivorcestories.com. Our website is americandivorcestories.com.